Building Faith Podcast by Chris Reese Ministries is a podcast to bring you biblical solutions to life's tough challenges. For more tools, tips, and teachings, check out our community by going to chrisreese.com. That's K-R-I-S-R-E-E-C-E.com. Well, hey, my friend, welcome back to another episode of the Building Faith Podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. I am your host, Chris Reese, and it is my mission, as always, to provide you biblical solutions to life's tough challenges. Today, we are in episode 141, and we're talking about what to do when toxic people use your faith against you. Have you ever had an argument with someone and suddenly you have scripture thrown at you? For many, it's going to catch them off guard because you're thinking, uh, what does that have to do with what we're talking about? And most people in those moments are going to either freeze or get defensive because we're not quite sure what to do with it. Because in that moment, there's truth to what they said, but is it the whole truth? And that's because the enemy likes to attack you with lies that are founded and grounded in some truth. And one of his favorite ways to trip you up is to cause you to think that you're not following God. And Satan loves to use scripture to cause us to question. He did it to Eve in the garden when he said, did God really say that? And he did it to Jesus in the wilderness when he says, if you are the son of God, jump off. Look, he knows that the best vehicle to attack you is with scripture and people. And then when he uses people to use that scripture, he's got a double whammy. He loves to operate through toxic people because they're actually easy pawns. And he knows that you value that relationship. So what better way to guarantee that you doubt yourself by using the people to use scripture against you? I like to think of these people as knowing just enough scripture to be dangerous. But my friend, fear not. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and a sound mind. So today, I want to talk to you about four scriptures that toxic people love to use against you and what you can do about it. Number one, honor your father and mother. Exodus 20 verse 12. This is the most commonly abused scripture from every manipulative, controlling parent out there. And it typically gets confused with Ephesians 6.1, where it says, children, obey your parents. And it is used to try to get the adult child back under the parent's control. And the truth is that honoring and obeying are different. And when a parent does not allow an adult child to answer to God for themselves, it often creates a very self-focused, dysfunctional relationship. Look, honoring means that we think and speak well of your father and mother, and we care for them when they can't care for themselves. Not that you conform to all of their needs and expectations. This, my friend, would negate the unique purpose that God has for your life. Number two. Doesn't God say you're supposed to forgive? And they're referring to Ephesians 4.32. And oftentimes it's not only forgiveness that the toxic person is looking for. What they're usually looking for is a free pass. Yes, forgiveness is an act of the will that we as Christians are called to do. And it's meant to release us from the toxic grip that keeps us bound to that person. But what the toxic person is looking for is for everything to just go back to normal. The problem is, is that an offense has taken place 
And reconciliation requires repentance. And when I say repentance, I'm not referring to some half-hearted forced apology, but a true recognition of the wrongdoing and a desire to turn from it. For most toxic people, they don't even care to understand what the issue is to begin with. So yes, they are right. You are called to forgive. And you likely have. Only a toxic person would expect that their actions wouldn't have consequences. Number three, I thought you were a Christian. Okay, this one is a bit broad and one isn't, that isn't necessarily grounded in any scripture. And perhaps they're leaning on Matthew 7, 16, where it says you will know them by their fruit. But the reason for this attack is, again, you are not behaving in a way that gets them what they want. Whether you're in a heated discussion and they expect you to just roll over or they're requesting something of you that you aren't willing to give, they will often use this line to guilt you into submission. And number four, submit to your husband. Ephesians 5.22, a wonderful command that God has given us that is often used and abused. Yes, wives, we are called to submit to our husbands, no question. But for the toxic spouse, they seem to neglect Ephesians 5.21, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Or Ephesians 5.25, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Spouses that feel the need to use this scripture as a weapon are very similar to the toxic parent, and they are in essence saying, shut up, say nothing, don't you dare argue with me. And what I often see is they're confusing submission with subservience. Yes, ladies, your husband is the head of the house, and at the end of the day, when push comes to shove and you're at a crossroads, the decision lies with him. But remember this, he's also going to be the one responsible to have to answer to God for it. However, God has created you both equal partners, and it's difficult to not feel that someone who needs to use this scripture in such a demeaning way isn't really looking for a wife so much as they are a servant. And there is one motivation behind all of these accusations disguised as scripture, and that is manipulation. Their only motive is to get you to do what they want. Obey, submit, tolerate, stop complaining, conforming, and the like. My friend, I don't care what their title is in your life, mother, father, sister, brother, pastor, husband, friend. This is not a healthy relationship dynamic when somebody uses God's word as a weapon for their personal gain. You see, healthy people don't need to throw scripture in your face. So what is the antidote to all of these? Well, number one, know your scripture. How can you come against a lie when you don't know the truth? So I want to encourage you, my friend, to dive into God's word. And number two, stand to your ground. Giving in to manipulative behaviors only enables more manipulative behavior. And number three, be prepared. Unfortunately, you may have to redefine the relationship. You see, Proverbs 4.23 reminds us to guard our heart. Now, what I'd like to do is give a little bit of an aside. If the toxic person you're dealing with in life is your spouse, it's not always as easy as saying, okay, that's it. I'm out of here. I'm finished. Especially if you want to honor God's word and stay in the marriage. But a lot of times we do have to 
guard our hearts to not allow that toxicity to now penetrate us. Now, the question remains is what if you're part of the uh, toxic dynamic? Then I want to encourage you to allow God to use these people to speak truth to you. Yes, even if it is wrapped in manipulation. If you have not been honoring your mother, if you've been holding on to past offenses, if you've been living as a carnal Christian, if you're struggling with rebellion, I want to encourage you to submit to God and allow him to do his transforming work. Remember, my friend, a toxic person's ability to throw scripture at you doesn't make them healthy. Remember, even Satan knows scripture. If you are struggling with a toxic person in your life, I want to encourage you to jump on over to our website. That's chrisreese.com, Chris with a K, Reese with a C, and grab your free Toxic People Survival Guide. This guide is my gift to you to help you to identify and deal with all of the toxic people in your life. Remember, chrisreese.com, grab your free resource today. Toxic mothers can infect many areas of your life. Whether your mother is manipulative, controlling, or downright narcissistic, the mental and emotional wounds can run deep. Being left with damaged self-esteem, insecure relationships, and a distrust in others, you likely ask the question, is it even possible to heal from the damage she's done? And the answer is yes. Jesus came so that you could have life and have it in abundance. And his desire and mine is to see you set free from dysfunctional relational patterns and set you on the path to embracing who God created you to be. That's why I'm holding a live online workshop Saturday, May 15th to help you heal from a toxic mother. My aim is to restore your life through faith. Jump on over to chrisreese.com to register. Don't let the root of bitterness choke out the joy of your life. Heal from your toxic mother today. Thank you for listening to the Building Faith Podcast. Remember to subscribe. For more resources mentioned in this podcast, go to chrisreese.com. While you're there, help us keep the Building Faith Podcast on the air by becoming a monthly supporter or by making a one-time donation. Well, my friend, until next time, remember, all things are possible with God.